Welcome to the Click for More Customers podcast. Your host is Ted Prodromo, best-selling author of The Ultimate Guide to LinkedIn for Business and Ultimate Guide to Twitter for Business. Ted is recognized as America's leading LinkedIn coach, helping you grow your business while living the life of your dreams. Welcome, everybody. It's Ted Pedromo, and this is Social Selling TV. You can download the latest episode at youtube.com forward slash social selling TV or go to the social selling guy.com. Today's guest is Melissa Kravacek. Got it. Yay. <laughs> Indeed, yes. So I've seen Melissa online just everywhere I go Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. So I just mm -hmm. want to invite her to share her success. And here's some things. She's been in business for seven years. She's written three books. No. no three years. You've written eight books, five yep. international bestsellers. Nominated for Inc. Magazine's 30 Under 30, cover of Evolution Magazine, top power player under 40, top 1% of U.S. executives for the Council of American Executives. And the one that really stood out for me you lost 136 pounds in 12 months. Then you gave it all away, moved to India, and now you're back. Indeed. So welcome, Melissa. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Ted. So how did you get started in social media? I love to ask people that. Yeah, you know what? So I was broke, homeless, car got repossessed. House was, I was evicted from it. I was 50 grand in debt, five max on credit cards. And then on top of that, I went to jail for six days for speeding. So oh in jail, I write this business plan and I'm like, hey, I'm going to start a nonprofit. This is going to be social charitable and like awesome. Wait, I have no money. So you can't start a nonprofit with no money and expect to be profitable. So <laughs> I had to re refrain from that for that portion of my life. And, you know, coming up, well, I've done tons of charitable stuff throughout the course of my business, but I just couldn't make that my main focus. And so I actually started watching YouTube and I would watch like Grant Cardone and Tony Robbins and Les Brown and Deepak Chopra and whoever, right? There's all these amazing guys. And then I would use social media to find my clients through Facebook, through Twitter, through LinkedIn, through YouTube, through whatever means possible. And I would just basically say like, here's what I can offer you. And I would offer like buy one, get one free. Um, coaching sessions. And I don't recommend this strategy to anybody. However, if you're going to do it, practice it with what little money um, someone will give you. So what I did was like buy one, get one free, $100 an hour. So really it was $50 an hour, right? Yep. And then um, I would just regurgitate what I learned on YouTube. And it was like a terrible idea. However, it worked. Um, and that's how I started my business. And now seven years later, I've, you know, had a great amount of success and I've attributed that to social media. So why was that a terrible idea? It sounds like a great idea. You have no money. You just made an offer. doesn't cost you anything to give a coaching session. So why was that? A terrible yeah, idea? well, I don't want to regurgitate like what other people taught. I would have rather had my own going into it. But the fact of the matter is like, I didn't have my own system, my own anything. I just had like what I learned from other people. Now, generally you don't steal other people's ideas and stuff and make it your own. So that's why I say like from an ethical perspective, that's not the best way to start a business, but okay. it's how I got started. 
Yeah. I, you know, I've listened to hundreds of gurus, you know, personal development gurus over the years. And it seems like they kind of just take the same information and regurgitate it in their take of it. Yeah. For sure. Like, I just don't go by that mythology, but that's, you know, it's my personal preference. I would have rather had, and, and I, to this day, I do have my own systems, my own sales um, skills, the way that I teach people. And that's very different from what most people teach. So tell me about that. Because people, you know, say, I don't get social media. I never get responses. Yeah. Tell me about your system. <laughs> okay. So it's very, very simple. If you hear somebody like on Success Magazine, for example, Darren Hardy was speaking uh, probably in 2015, maybe. And he had mentioned this guy's name, and the guy's name is Claude Jumel Dovin. Now, obviously, I don't really know how to spell that, and this guy's from Sweden. So the first thing I do is I go to Facebook, and I find Darren Hardy, and I find that issue of Success Magazine. And I see, like, he must have tagged the guy, and he did. But the guy's name was backwards, so it was Moldovan Claude you. So <laughs> I was like, okay, hit friend request, right? I actually friend requested him. We became like really close friends. And over the years, we developed such a relationship where we got into like a business partnership together, wrote a book together. Um, and so he's been from the Sweden to the US many times with his father. He introduced me to his father. He's a world renowned doctor. Um, and so it's just really amazing who you can connect with on social media. And the way that you do that is you just fearlessly reach out. Like, for example, we can use this conversation between us. I reached out to you on LinkedIn. I said, hey, Ted, love that we're connected. Um, I would really love to add value. Let me know how I can do that. I've got my own show. It's called The Millionaire's Hot Seat. I interview millionaires. This is how it works. And you're like, hey, I've got the show. It's called Social Selling TV. Why don't you come on as a guest? And that was it. It's a simple exchange of value. It's not, let me pitch you something. Let me sell you something. Let me just shove my stuff down your throat. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I get so sick of connecting with people on LinkedIn and they send me a sales pitch like the minute we, we connect. Yeah, so I have this awesome three-day event coming up this weekend, actually, and we have a mansion in Nashville, Tennessee. And so I have 20 entrepreneurs flying out to my house and we're going to have like a really great event. And I invited this guy this morning and he was like, is this an MLM? And I was like, hell no, I hate MLMs. This is just like a gathering of amazing entrepreneurs. You get to stay at my house, drink, eat, have a good time, meet amazing people. And that's it. Because I know the value of social media and social selling. So you're all about just provide value, give people some great information and they come back and eventually hire you. Well, they not only come back and eventually hire me, uh, they actually send their friends and their, their own clients like, Oh, you know, my clients have like, they've outgrown me basically. And I'm like, awesome, cool. I can definitely help with that. So Here's the thing that I do that's different from pretty much every podcast television show that there is. And this is the one thing that uh, literally has helped me get my own television show coming up here in the next few months where we start filming. That is, I actually reach out to people and I say, hey, I'd love to interview you if you're a millionaire. This is how it works. 10 questions, 30 minutes, that's it. So now I have exclusive access to millionaires. And this all started because I wrote a book called The Millionaires, or Millionaires and Money, Sex, Sales, and Seduction. And I interviewed 12 millionaires and they told me like all their secrets of how sales and sex are related. And then <laughs> I was like, hey, I should have a party at my house. So I invited them for free. They all flew in from around the world and they enjoyed this party. It's actually where, um, you know, the fidget spinner? Yeah. 
Yeah, that thing got started in my living room. <laughs> and we all right. told Rob, like, that's a joke. Don't do it. It's not going to work out. And it worked out. Um, unfortunately, he didn't patent it. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, we helped, uh, you know, uh, a person that had a brick-and-mortar business, we helped them increase their revenue $2 million per month um, because they knew nothing about online and social selling. And so every, everybody is different. But what I do is, like, I'll literally interview, then I'll say, hey, come to my house, enjoy some food, enjoy some drinks, enjoy meeting other people. And if we happen to do a deal together, that's awesome. That builds that rapport and that, like, hey, we actually have an ongoing communicative relationship. It's not just, oh, I'm interviewing Ted or Ted is interviewing me. It's we care about each other. We care about our successes. You know, it's, I love what you're saying because years ago, I've been doing this online stuff for about 15 years. Yeah. And you just said, hey, I reached out to 12 millionaires and interviewed them. And they all said, yeah, we do, had a great time. Yeah. Years ago, I'd reach out to people when I was first getting started. And it was back when the internet marketers had a really bad attitude. Like, how big's your email list? If it's not 20,000 oh. people, I won't talk to you. It's like, get out of here. How did <laughs> you get started? That still does happen today, though. Yeah, but not as much, or at least I'm connecting with the right people that are like you that want to just give and help people. They don't have the snotty attitude. Well, I think like the attitude is what makes you either successful or, or fail at trying to be successful. You're right. Tell me more <laughs> about that. Yeah. So, I mean, like I wake up in the morning and I think to myself, uh, like, who can I impact today? Who can I have a conversation with today that is going to be able to go out and actually make a difference in someone's life? And one of the millionaires that I interviewed said to me, uh, he goes, I don't wake up any morning, every morning now and think about how much money is in my bank account. I wake up every morning and go to my email. And if I have at least 10 emails that said I made a difference in somebody's life, then I know that today I have to make a difference in 11 people's lives. And that number just keeps escalating as the days go on because that person went out of their way to say, thank you. You're making a difference in my life. What you're doing has an impact. And I love you for taking the time to actually help me help the rest of the world. Isn't that a great feeling? It is. And I you know. should be striving towards that every day. I know. I love that when I get the same kind of emails. It's like all about helping people. I love helping people. I love seeing them have success. Mm -hmm. So there's so many people that kind of were where you were, really down and out, hit bottom, and they don't know where to start. So what did you do to really, you hit bottom, obviously, more than once. Yeah. More than once. <laughs> yeah. So how did you, what was the turning point? Yeah. Okay. So a uh, couple things. The first thing I tell every single client to do this, they hate me for it. So I'm going to tell you to do it anyway, and you'll be a better person because of it. So for the next seven days, every 15 minutes, you have to track exactly what you're doing. Are you drinking water? Are you going to the bathroom? Are you taking sales calls or any kind of calls? Are you texting? How are you spending your time? This is important for a couple of reasons. The first is I'm going to exactly know what your values are based on what you write down on that piece of paper. So someone will say like, I value making money and having sales and growing my business. And I'm like, Oh really? You seem to be writing more emails and, and social media updates than having sales conversations. Those two definitely go hand in hand, but if there's no call to action at the end of your, your post, then what is the point? All you're doing is spewing information and we have tons of information out there. That's not necessary. Um, and then 
you know, people will say like, I want to work out. I want to get healthy. I want to really like eat clean, drink water. And I'll look at them like you didn't drink a single cup of water today. You didn't work out. You, you said you're so busy, so busy doing what? Like, I mean, honestly, what are you actually accomplishing in a day? And so those 15 minute increments every day for the next seven days, once a quarter are going to be fundamental game changers in the way you look at your business. Um, one of the things that I can say is we had an executive do this exercise and we found 1600 extra hours in the entire year for him to get back to his family and friends because he thought he was the best at writing email marketing campaigns. We're like, dude, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) So these email marketing campaigns not only increased conversions, but they actually allowed him to spend more time with his family and friends. And he's been doing this for 10 years. So that's 16,000 hours he missed of his family functions, you know, maybe like his cousin's wedding or whatever the case is. But everybody knows these things that we tell ourselves and we pride ourselves on that we um, value, we don't align our actions with those values. So the second thing is once you have this information, you draw a, uh, a diagram with two circles, right? And the middle circle interconnects the two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this right here is your zone of genius. This is the only thing that you should be doing. These things out here on the right should be for a personal assistant, going to get your groceries, putting gas in your car, paying your bills, whatever the case is. Yeah. And I'm going to address the, I don't have money thing in one second. Uh, And then over here in the left, you're going to have an executive assistant that helps you with online stuff. Things like uh, marketing campaigns for social media, email campaigns, um, updating your social media um, profiles or, uh, I mean, like anything from book covers to uh, audio on podcasts or whatever the case is, whatever you need done, right? Yeah. So you take everything from the seven days and you move it into compartments, your zone of genius, and then online assistant, offline assistant. Now people are going to say, obviously, I don't have money and who's going to train these people? Okay. Right. Two things. First, let's address the I don't have money issue. You do have money, but only if you stay in your zone of genius. That's the whole premise of this. So once you learn to stay in your zone of genius, then you basically free up time. That gives you more time to sell. And so selling should be like one of the primary things that you do as a business owner or your partner does because you cannot be successful in business without the selling aspect of it. Right. Um, and then, you know, you say like you're great at videos or you're great at email campaigns or you're great at social media updates or whatever the case is. Somebody can do those better. So where I start people off is like literally just go through your closet and dump anything out of that. Like, so you're going to automate, delegate, delete, and donate. Donate all the shit that doesn't work for you. Yeah. The old um, clothes, the old food, the old whatever, right? Uh, Delete all the emails, all the text messages, all the phone calls, all the stuff that you know you shouldn't be dealing with to begin with. Um, Automate all the rest of stuff like paying bills or, you know, scheduling, um, there's plenty of planners out there or, you know, put your workout inside of your calendar, mm-hmm. um, delete, delegate, delegate. And then you've got delegate, which is, you know, your personal assistant and your online assistant. And so you should start by hiring a house cleaner and then hire a chef. Those two things will free up everything from laundry to gas to everything in between. So when you say like, 
I don't have money, that stay-at-home mom, that you know, illegal person that's in the country, these guys don't really want that much money. They just want a little bit of extra spending cash. And I can tell you that I've hired enough of them to, you know, pay them $10, $20 an hour. They're at my house four or five hours a week. That's literally only a hundred dollars. Right. I can make that in a week. And so can you. Yeah, because you're focusing on selling instead of all those distractions and Absolutely. Yeah. No, I totally get that. I once I hired an assistant a few years ago, it's like I always resisted saying, I can do it myself. I can do it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, I literally, and I, I don't like, know. It's great. <laughs> it's like, you do this, you do this, you do this, you handle that. And I focus on creating content and interviewing people like you. And yeah, so I don't know if you can show this or not, Ted, but I literally have, like, a Excel document that I show people that says, like, hey, you know, the person that drives your car, you can have a driver that'll free up time and your driver should carry their own insurance. Like then you eliminate insurance from your problems um, or you put the gas in the car or just make sure they're there for you. And people will do these jobs and like every single um, thing has uh, a way it should be done. So like my assistant will go pick up uh, fresh flowers every week, schedule a massage every week, schedule a manicure and pedicure and hair and done every other week. Like this is routine for them because they know exactly what I want and exactly when it needs to be scheduled. Yeah. And that whole thing about clearing the clutter out of your life, even if it's your inbox, I mean, I cleaned out my closet a few weeks ago and I was like, oh my God, it's amazing. It just That's feels funny. so good. <laughs> I told my mom, I was like, hey, there's this pile of clothes that you have that I'm totally going to give to Goodwill. Two and a half weeks went by. She was like, yeah, I'll go through it. I'll go through it. I was like, okay. And then I packed it up and I gave it away to Goodwill without permission. And then um, she didn't notice it for a week and a half, still didn't notice it, still didn't notice it. And I was like, um, you know, that pile of clothes that I <laughs> said I was going to give away? She's like, where are they? I was like, I gave them away. Like, you didn't even touch them for four weeks. They've been sitting there for how long? You're not going to miss them. Right. Exactly. But it's all here. It's like, we think we're going to miss the thing, but we're definitely not going to miss the thing. Right. Oh, it's just, we have so much crap in our lives. It's just amazing. Yeah, for sure. So what other tips do you have? Somebody that's, you know, just getting started. There's a lot of people that they've lost their jobs or they've been laid off. And things are just so unstable in the job market. You can't count on working somewhere 20 years anymore. I hope you don't count on working anywhere for 20 years. Because first of all, all that leads to is burnout. And it leads to disappointment. And I say that for a couple reasons. It, it leads to burnout because nobody wants to go to the same job and do the same thing every single day, especially millennials and baby boomers. Baby boomers are looking for a way to travel and millennials just want to have their phone on them so they have that extra freedom. Um, and then, um, what was the other thing I said? Burnout and uh, disappointment. Boredom. And yeah, yeah, disappointment. Disappointment. I mean, like, you're, obviously, you're going to be, I mean, all these baby boomers, maybe yourself included. I don't know, Ted, so I might offend you when I say this, but disappointment coming from, like, oh, well, the 401k is gone. The extra, like, everything that I saved up for my entire life is gone because I failed to invest in me and I failed to forget or, or make myself a priority. And, you know, no matter how many kids you have or, you know, what your spouse is like, if you do not make you the priority, you cannot give what you do not have. And that's where so many marriages fail, so many business relationships fail, so many businesses fail. Yep. 
No, my wife's been at the same job for uh, almost 30 years now. Yeah. And, and, and she's she so ready to be done with it, but it's provided stability because for 20 years I had a great career in tech. And then mm. since 2000, it's been a roller coaster of up and downs, just mm -hmm. reinventing myself as things change. So she's terrible. She you her job. She's bored. She's a nurse practitioner, so she has a great job. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she's so done. Well, I mean, she deals, with enough <laughs> she deals with enough people every single day, though. I suspect that it's not the same monotonous um, routine. Like, but if you go to a, like, uh, a chip factory, for example, I went to oh, Happy's yeah. Chip Factory the other day, and I was like, wow. Like, everybody's wearing white coats, and they're like, just this monotonous routine of checking bag chips and sending these chips, to, you know, like. I couldn't even live a day in the factory. Like right, right. these people are living their entire lives in factories, from car factories to chip factories to all kinds of factories. Yeah, and they do, they like that routine. Some people, but after twenty years, it's like you don't do as good of a job, and you go home and you're not happy. You're not satisfied, and that rubs off on everyone. Yes, yes, it affects everyone in your family, and yep. So any other tips so for, like social media? Let's talk about that a little bit. Because okay. everybody just seems to think, oh, I know how to do Twitter. I know how to do Facebook. It's like, no, they don't. <laughs> I don't know. I use it differently. So we can talk about that. Yeah, because most people I know, I've been doing it since, you know, over 10 years. I wrote an ebook going, it's called Web 2.0. Back okay. before it was even social media. And now it's more about if you interact with people and talk, have conversations and provide value, you get results where other people just blast content out there and say, well, I don't get any response from my posts. Okay. So I think that the right way to do social media is to actually be social. I hate when companies, um, specifically startups or mid-sized companies say like, um, this is famous in the internet marketing land. Hey, my product or my program is $10,000 and here's all the benefits, blah, 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 blah. And then if you're ready to sign up, just call my assistant. Dude, I don't want to call your assistant. I want to talk to you. Right. Now, I'm not saying like every company should let the CEO or the founder or the president talk on a the phone. They definitely shouldn't. But if you're qualified enough to spend $10,000, you better have that access. Uh, now, when we're talking about a $97 product, that is completely different. Yeah. There should be no access at all. Anything up to like, you know, I would say 2000 up, you really shouldn't get access below that. Because mm -hmm. uh, the, the person's time is simply worth more. And I would really say 5000 but based on, you know, companies being between 300 and 700000 in revenue, it's a little bit iffy because their, their growth model is, you know, just boosting them up possibly over a million dollar mark. And so they want to be involved. So I have to be careful about that. But um, from a social perspective, you can come up with things like, you know, eBooks or coaching or uh, what, I mean, the internet is full of amazing things. Yeah. And I focus primarily on the service side of things. So I, I can't talk about products because I don't know. But what I can say is that there are enough people, like if you're connected to 5,000 people on LinkedIn, why don't you just send them all a message one by one? That will take you at least 60 days. I know because I've already done this. You can maximally, you can probably send about 457 LinkedIn messages a day. So, and you only do this, only do this 
once a year because you want to go through and say like, and people will say this is a complete waste of time. This is not a complete waste of time. And let me tell you why, because first of all, you and I connected like this. Second, uh, you know, I've connected with a guy that does $1.5 million a day in revenue. I connected with the guy that sold his company to Estee Lauder's son, uh, Ronald, for $110 million. I wouldn't even know these people are on my LinkedIn contacts list. Like, at all. Yeah. I just wouldn't know. 99% of people you connect with on LinkedIn, you never hear from again. I know, and it's funny. Because- reach out. You know, if you send them a nice message saying, hey, how are things going? They're like, whoa. <laughs> I know. So 52 people blocked me as a result of doing this. And I say to that, like, Hey, 52 people blocked me. Awesome. Like that's how I know I'm doing social right because I'm actually social about it. Right. Yeah. I tell people pretend we're sitting across from each other at Starbucks, having a cup of coffee. Let's have a conversation. Don't try to sell each other. Just get to know each other. Look, if it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Everybody knows that. So uh, we can talk about the energy people have too. And that's like evident on social media. Um, So your and I energy, like our energy connected almost instantaneously. So we all know we're the the five people that we hang around with um, energetically, emotionally, physically, financially. We all know this, but we only talk about the financial side of things. That is not the most important. Yeah. So, you know, from an energy perspective, you and I give each other energy. That's how we connected. Um, or even like the environments that you're in create your emotions and your emotions create your actions and your actions ultimately lead to your results. Yep. And so a lot of people want to avoid these conversations, but in social media, they are unavoidable because I know based on how you react to me, whether or not you're being sincere or genuine or you just don't care. Right. And if you don't care, then get off the internet. Yep. That I should tell people, spend 15 to 30 minutes a day on LinkedIn just interacting with people. And they so I don't have time to do that. But then when they do it, they get tremendous results because they go, wow, I personally do all my LinkedIn myself. And people I, I do as well. I don't, yeah. Bree does definitely not do my LinkedIn. She doesn't do any of my social media, not at all, because I know that's where I can bring the most value. Now, right. she obviously does other things like answer my email when it comes to like sales and stuff like that. and and a bunch of other stuff. But uh, when it comes to this aspect of it, I wouldn't put Brie in between me and you. I just wouldn't do it. Yep, I totally agree with that. And it shocks people to think, well, why you're wasting your time doing social media. I was like, no, that's my marketing. Okay, so what I would also say to that is if you're going to set up an appointment, um, like you and I have, be on time, like show the person that you actually care and you're actually interested and you really do genuinely want to add that value. Don't show up even five minutes late. Like if someone's five minutes late, I'm like, sorry, you wasted my time. Now I know you're not interested. Like, or at least send me a text message, uh, you know, a Facebook message, a LinkedIn, anything saying like, Hey, my meeting's running a little late. I'm going to be there in five minutes. That to me would mean more than you just showing up five minutes late. Yeah. Yeah. People just sometimes they miss the appointment completely and I'll send them a little message. Hey, we had some time scheduled. Sorry, we missed each other. And how they respond is if I'm going to schedule, you know, if they respond like, ah, I don't really care. We're not going to schedule another call, but somewhere out, Oh yeah, I was in a meeting or I just, you know, wasn't on my calendar, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So there's been two millionaires um, that have literally said like, I waited for you for an hour and I was like, you know, the, the problem actually lied on your end, but let me apologize because I didn't show up on time or at whatever time we said we scheduled. 
Yeah. Uh, I didn't have in my calendar. I had like the next hour. So sometimes time zones can be a little bit of an issue and that's okay. Like I would still say to these two millionaires and I've invited them this weekend. I said like, Hey, still come to my house. Like we don't have any hard feelings. It's not personal. And that's the thing about social media is do not take it personal because you will be rejected again and again and again, but you can walk away with money too. So you got to, you know, it's like a 40 to one ratio. You're going to get like 39 no's to one. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And don't take it personally. Yep. Well, that's yeah. Great. So tell, how do you work with people and how can people get in touch with you? Um, it's easy. MelissaKervacic.com or MillionairesAndMoney.com. Um, Millionaires and Money, obviously much easier to remember. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you can shoot me an email, look me up on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube. You can pretty much find me anywhere. I've done hundreds of podcasts and, and TV and radio interviews. I've got my own show called The Millionaire's Hot Seat. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty accessible. So that's how I found you. And I said, wow, you're everywhere. So we got to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, like people Google me. So it's funny, Ted, because today a newspaper article came out and it said like former I1 making huge impact in the world. And then it talked about my upcoming television show and movie. And so literally I've had people from my, my former um, state, like friend requesting me all day long. And I'm like, Hey, how's it going? Like, and I'll totally open up conversations because I know where they came from. And every single one of them has placed an order today. There you go. And it's because like, I know where that traffic came from. And I know like I'm making myself accessible to you to answer any questions you have, because you're obviously came to me because you're a buyer. Yes. Now, whatever you're going to buy, I don't know. You could buy a book, you could buy um, coaching, which is, you know, where I spend the majority of my time. You could come out to a mastermind. And those are really the only three things that I, I have, and that's pretty much it. I keep my life simple. I love the way you keep it simple. I was going to say, you everything's so simple with you. It's great. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, but that's the differentiation factor. People want to say, like, how do we add more systems into my business? Like, it took six months to create this $50,000 sales funnel. And right, who's going to go to the sales funnel, right? Like, who's going to pay you the $50,000 that it took? Now, what I will say to that is, if you're already in, you know, upwards of, 500,000 plus mm -hmm. 50,000 isn't a big deal to you. If no traffic came to your funnel tomorrow, you'd be fine. But if you're a startup company and you spent six months and $50,000 and hope that somebody will come to this funnel, that's a major deal. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, like that's so relevant because people just don't look at the long-term picture, the big picture. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can make $50,000 on social media. Uh, quicker than you could spend six months waiting for a funnel to be done. Right. And then you have to make sure the funnel works and then you got to test it and then you got to pay to have traffic come to it or do social. Yeah. And so it can get like really costly really quickly. And so I try to avoid that at all costs. I myself don't have a funnel like that. Um, I have like, you know, text um, this number. I, I don't ask me the number. I don't actually know it off the top of my head, <laughs> but it is on my website. Um, text this number for, you know, seven days of videos for me. And I talk about the same things I talked about here. So people, if they don't like have money to invest or they just don't want to invest or they don't, you know, know what to do next, they can take those seven days and sort of figure it out and walk themselves through it. I don't recommend that necessarily if you're at a certain stage in business because you should already know this and be implementing it and having those results. But some people say like, hey, I made a million dollars and I don't have enough for payroll. <laughs> 
Yeah. What are you talking about? Right. You know. Yeah. Oh, we see that overspending and it's like, how yeah, can but you not have money? Like, oh, I had this million dollar launch. And then they call me like, hey, I'm, I'm short 40,000 on payroll. Like, dude, <laughs> that's like 23 employees at a minimum and all of their families and your entire business is now on the line because you did that. That was not a smart move. Yeah. Yep. You just got to have a long-term plan for your business. That's what it comes down to. Indeed it does. And, and you talked about reinventing. And so you have to reinvent yourself. Like we should touch on this quick because I know this was the big thing that stood out to you. And that is like, I dropped 136 pounds in the last 12 months. And that is because I know like to have more energy, to have more excitement, to have more, you know, clarity and, and really a completely different mentality. I had to do that. And it's funny because seven years ago, I would have said, Hey, I'm, I'm 306 pounds. Like I should drop the weight. But then I realized like dropping the weight's not going to matter if I'm not making any money. Hmm. So I did the reverse. Yeah. I made the money. And then I said, Hey, now that I'm in front of people all the time, I'm motivated to lose the weight. So you have to find your point of inspiration. Yeah. And some people would have done it the other way. I got to lose the weight and then I'll make the money. Yeah. But the problem with that is like you're in front of nobody um, on a daily basis. So like you and I wouldn't be having this conversation if I did that. So that was uh, your trigger point because you yeah. were in front of all these people. You wanted to look better. Hell yeah. Who doesn't want to look good on video? Who doesn't want to look good on, you know, wherever you are on stage or on the back of a book of a cover or a cover of a book or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Well, this has been great. Thank you very much for your time, Melissa. Of course, Ted. And again, the websites are millionairesandmoney.com or melissacurvacic.com. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Okay.